Welcome to Worth It or Worthless, a show where every couple weeks I pull a game from my own personal collection of retro games, take off our nostalgia tinted glasses, and decide, is the game good by today's standards, and is it worth the price of admission? We talk about what the game does well, what the game doesn't do so well, and the things that are just plain weird. I'm your host, Dan, joined as always by my friend Jordan. Jordan, what did we get into today? Today we played NHL Hits 2002 for Xbox and PlayStation 2. NHL Hits is the story of Midway, the makers of NBA Jam and NFL Blitz saying, hey, let's do one for hockey too. And boy, did they ever. Yeah? They yeah. Did it. So football, basketball, then football. Well, I think the that the Blitz and Hits came out like right at the same time. I no. Was, no? That's literally not even close to true. I don't know. Well, you're the fun facts guy. I'm just I'm just here to lighten the mood and uh, say wrong things. There was like three Blitz games before there was a Hits game. That's, that's very true. Because this is the first Hits game? <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Two, NHL Hits 2002. Good point. Came out four, three years? 99 was NFL Blitz, right? There you go. So yeah, a bunch of years Maybe. after the first Blitz, which came out a bunch of years after the first NBA Jam. I assume that's correct because the second NHL, the se- <laughs> goodness, the second NFL Blitz was NFL Blitz 2000. Yes. Yeah, you're right. So I think the first one came out in 98 or 99. Yeah. So yeah, they made they made NBA Jam, which is like, what if we took a basketball game and really simplified it to two players per team? Yeah. You know, just make it bare bones, not bare bones in a bad way, but take it down to its base elements, make it an arcade game where wacky stuff happens. And then they took that same concept with NFL Blitz, like, okay, we mm-hmm. don't want 11 guys on the field per team we're gonna have seven guys on the yeah. field per team and they're gonna do wacky stuff yeah and then you know they just they're like let's just let's just keep what's left hockey. What, what could we do they'd say oh. they saved the best for last D- that okay no no you're right nfl blitz they is still also the made one. a baseball game no they <laughs> and didn't. they made a soccer game no they didn't they didn't make either of those you've never heard of slug fest 2003 <laughs> it sounds like you 2004 never heard of it. i was trying to remember what year the slugfest was first so they made red card 2003 don't think it ever got a sequel that's a soccer game that's a soccer game we don't need that because we have uh super mario strikers which is basically the nba jam of soccer i feel like it came out before strikers well, i could be wrong about that strikers is is phenomenal it takes the same kind of concept and it's nintendo themed so maybe we'll have to go back to like the the ice hockey versus uh blades the other one blades <laughs> so of you're Steel. gonna do super mario strikers one versus, of the like yes. most requested games whenever you talk about mario sparts versus uh red card a game that no one literally has ever heard of before so it's incredibly under <laughs> it's a midway arcade sports game i'm sure it's fine but like oh my nobody's asking for that dan anyway not uh, yet midway midway I'm gonna, I'm gonna made a hockey game for it and it's great. It is great. It is great. Uh, we got some fun facts, Jordan. This one uh, actually developed by Black Box Games. Do you know anything about Black Box Games? <laughs> no, never even no? heard of that developer. So they also made Need for Speed Hot Pursuit 2 on PS2, which is a game that okay. I have fond memories of playing. I think a lot of people like that. They made Skate. Oh. You know, this this the Skate franchise i've never played any of them but i know that people love those games yes the, and I, I heard that they're, they're coming great. out with another one finally. yeah uh so i like skate one and skate two a lot i didn't love skate three but i think pootie pie did <laughs> um so well, skate four <laughs> well, that's all you need yeah skate four <laughs> didn't we play a bunch of skate together do you remember like the bales no. competition I've, where we were like you can the one of the fun things in skate is one of the multiplayer modes is going off these huge ramps and like trying to break as many bones as humanly possible. Oh, okay, that does sound familiar. But I feel I, like we play this. I don't lot. have any like vivid memories of playing <laughs> skate. Fair enough. Fair enough. And they also made other Need for Speed games. So Black Box Games is a great developer with a lot of. Uh, Do they still exist? Uh, they. I think they got rolled into another developer. Yeah, sounds right. Um, maybe. <laughs> I can't remember. It's a pretty good honestly. probability. I forgot. I was looking at this stuff like over a week ago when I was taking my notes in the notes app. Oh yeah, it's a great, it's a great app. <laughs> of course, as we said, published by Midway. You know, publisher yep. of of fine. What uh, Mortal arcade? Kombat? A lot of great arcade games. A lot of great classic arcade games like Defender. 
<sighs> nobody nobody remembers Midway for those those games. What are you talking about? Everybody, Literally, that's what they got their name <laughs> from, like the Midway. Like that's where the arcade is. No, the the only thing people remember from Midway <laughs> are their arcade sports games. Oh, okay. And okay. Uh, did didn't they do Rampage World Tour? Yeah, Midway made the Rampage games. So that's all you need, right? Which was an arcade <laughs> game first, yeah. So Midway. Midway is a great publisher. They got all sorts of great games. Yeah. Uh, Jordan, this game came out in September of 2001 in North America on PS2, and the PAL version came out in November of 2001 on PS2. Not a big gap there. It's always good to see. EU version, yeah. And then the uh, the Xbox and GameCube version came out in November of 2001 as well. But for some reason, uh, the, the European release of the Xbox version was in March of 2002, and the European version of the GameCube version was in May of 2002. I don't, Interesting. I, yeah, I don't know why the release is so staggered. I don't know. I, yeah, I'm really but, glad. I think I've said this before, but I'm really glad that we've kind of sorted this whole thing out. <laughs> I was looking the other day at, uh, I can't, I think it was Super Mario World, and there was like yeah. eight different release dates for different parts of the world. And I was like, what? This is, this is ridiculous. Yeah, like every country had a different release date. Well, not everyone, but eight different countries had different release dates. And it's like, come on. I'm glad we've kind of sorted that out a little bit. Well, the reason I, maybe because it launched with the super nintendo right so maybe it had to do with the super nintendo launching at different times in different territories and, uh, i'm sure it did and they had localization Probably. stuff we've, we've kind of you know i don't know yeah but jordan that's all i don't have any like fun facts today it was just like this is the developer this is the publisher this is when the game came out because the wikipedia page was like two paragraphs long it is very short i was i was like kind of shocked how short the wikipedia page is but never yeah. fear um we may not have official things to tell you about the game, but we have lots of our own opinions. <laughs> Speak for yourself. My opinions are official. <laughs> <laughs> Officially sanctioned by whom? Uh, so I've probably played this game more than anybody else, like alive. Really? Um, so I think that my opinions on it are um, the most valid. <laughs> Interesting. All right. Well, uh, I think that is a good place for us to transition to talking about what this game does well, because apparently we have the world's foremost expert with us to share all about it. What do you have that this game does well? I think for me, the first and foremost thing has to be that you get some amazing, simple arcade action that has enough depth to keep you coming back. So it lures you in with the simple arcade action, which you know you want in an arcade sports game. It has to be simple enough to pick it up and anybody can just take yeah. it. There's only a few buttons. There's not a ton of like crazy stuff you have to teach somebody every single button on mm-hmm. the controller. But... It has enough depth to it to keep you coming back and to like feel like I can actually get good at this game. It's not just like pure luck or something. Yeah, I totally agree. The first couple notes that I have are that it's pure, fun, fast-paced arcade hockey. Yeah. Like it's just like, I don't know, it's what an arcade sports game should feel like. And then I also have that it's easy to pick up with enough depth to keep it interesting. Yeah. Um, that, wow, we are like on the same yeah, wavelength. For once. It's incredible. Um, are you a, are you an expert on NHL hits 2002? No, I'm not. But you know, I have played NBA Jam. I have played a whole heck of a lot of NFL Blitz. So I, I have a lot of experience with Midway Sports titles. Yeah, and I think this game learned a lot from those games. Like the fact that you know, in in a normal hockey game, you'd have five guys on the ice. In this game, you have three. They're like mm-hmm. you know, they realized you don't need all of the all of the ice players, you know, you have your goalie. So I guess you have four instead yeah. of six, but, uh, the fact that there's less people, the fact that the buttons are nice and simple. Yeah. Um, you know, they took the, the idea from, uh, NBA jam that wasn't an NFL blitz, the whole catching on fire thing. I think it's an NFL blitz. You have the ball that like 
has like a fire trail behind it in NFL Blitz, but it's not like, uh, you know, so-and-so scored three touchdowns in a row and now they're on fire and they have infinite turbo or something. I feel or like, like an NBA jam, you score a bunch of baskets in a row and your dude can just like shoot from anywhere on the court. Or in this game, your team catches it on fire and you can shoot the puck from anywhere on the ice and you're going to score. Well, that's another like interesting thing, you know, talking about the, the fire slash the team fire. I also have jumping ahead a little bit. Um, but to touch on NFL blitz real quick, I think it's, I feel like it's only on defense that you get fire. Like if you sack the quarterback like three times in a row or something no. and your team goes on fire, something you're, weird. You're it's, totally making that up. Okay. I promise. Whatever, man. If it exists in the game and I haven't experienced it in my literally hundreds of hours of playing NFL blitz, <laughs> I would be shocked. Maybe what? in the later games, but definitely not in the vanilla NFL blitz for N64 that I grew up playing religiously. Now, Jordan, weren't most of those hours spent losing at NFL blitz? Oh, absolutely. Your brothers My brothers were plays. better than me, but so how would I you still even played know? it. <laughs> Anyways, so in this game, fire and team fire are a thing. Fire if you score three goals with a player. Team fire if you score three one-timers with your team where you pass the puck and hit the thing. And then your whole team just moves fast and hits harder. <laughs> I liked your description Shoots of a one-timer. <laughs> pass the puck and hit the thing. <laughs> yeah. Is that not accurate? Yeah, one-timer was when you pass the puck and then you shoot it without holding the puck. And it's, it's when you're on a breakaway and you deke the puck back and your guy hits it from the blue line with a backhand and it goes in and he's on fire no absolutely that's not a description of a one-timer anyway what's your point fire yeah fire it's cool. a nice feature i like it, it. is and that's you, the point you get the continuity of you have the same great commentator that's in nba jam yeah. and nfl blitz and they even like reuse some of the lines of like dialogue from those games and but it definitely is taken up to another level here from my experience with NBA Jam and NFL Blitz like this one I think is the 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 latest of the Midway sports games that I've played and they definitely had more commentary than yeah. normal but it's the same guy he's got that energy this they gave him like a goofy uh color commentator who just says ridiculous things they quoted uh NSync at one point so that that was interesting. Oh, you're talking about hit me, hit me, baby, one more time. Oh, that's what it was. I thought I thought there was something with bye 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 too. But yeah, he did quote Britney Spears actually, which is even more strange, I think, than NSYNC. Oh yeah, I'm trying to think because like in Hits Pro, which is the third game in the Hits um, series, he gets like a full on second commentator. They had and they like that? have proper color commentary oh, okay. in, in the. And hits pro, but and this one he's by himself. But. Is he just by himself? There's yeah. not a second guy. No. Okay, maybe. Did you play this game? I did. I must have been imagining. You sure? Maybe he just does different. What did the colors look a little weird? Uh, okay. So Dan drops the PlayStation <laughs> Two off at my house. If you listen to the last episode, uh, which was really cool, Dan got to do an interview uh, with uh, a guy from Night Dive Studios, and they do uh, modern ports of retro games. If you didn't hear it, you should check it out. But I wasn't on the episode is the first time we ever done something like that because I was in Puerto Rico and I got hurt and I was in the hospital for a while. So Dan comes over and he drops off the PlayStation two and my, my sweet wife who I love very much was hooking it up to the TV and I was trying to tell her what to do and I, I didn't explain <laughs> it and I didn't, I didn't, I don't, I don't remember component cables. Like apparently there's like five things to plug in. I thought it was just yellow, white and red, but apparently there's all these other colors you got to plug in blue and green. So Dan comes over to play the game with me and he's like, this looks terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, we didn't have all of the, the cords plugged in, and I was playing the game for many hours um, <laughs> without the red color channel. So so it, all it of the bad. blues looked light green, and the, the game just looked horrible. And I'm like, this, this doesn't seem right. No. And uh, so not only did you have like a weird bad like growing pain, like, oh, this game's kind of hard. I don't think I, I quite get it early on. Yeah. <laughs> but the TV looks terrible. And like, I don't know what you like about this game, Dan. <laughs> well, no, I was having a good time with it. I just was, I was struggling a little bit. And I had a bad memory card in the, in the PlayStation yeah. 2. And so like the load times were crazy long. And I was like, Dan, I can't believe how long the load times are on this game. And he's like, really? That's weird. The Xbox version loads super fast. And we figured out, oh, it was a corrupted yeah. memory card or something. So, so uh, my first few hours with this game were significantly less <laughs> enjoyable than my last few hours with this game. So if for some reason you're missing some colors or your game's taking a long time to load, maybe yeah. just like make sure you got the right stuff plugged in, which is a lot easier to do when you're not stuck on the couch with a broken femur. Right. So pro tip, if you have a third party like 
newly made 128 megabyte <laughs> PS2 memory card instead of an 8 meg like first party one, you may have issues with with games like just not liking it very much. <laughs> like this one, we would finish a game and it would <laughs> it would like hang on the the loading screen for like a good 20 25 30 Minutes. seconds <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> um but it was a me- it worked perfectly after i unplugged that third party memory card so yes all right Not what are some fault. other things that you think this game does well dan uh so i like the franchise mode yeah so you make your own team you create your own players and then you're slowly like playing i don't remember if it's nhl teams or what it is because it's i used to play it a lot um and i only played it a little bit this time around but you you're getting points for your players as you're like winning games and stuff yeah attribute points i think they call them yeah so your team is slowly getting better and better and better and like you can trade and stuff and it's just like there's not a season like a proper season mode in this game so the franchise mode is like a cool substitute for like kind of taking your team through like a league of sorts and i think it's just like rather than this just being like a vanilla arcade experience yeah it adds something to it other like without that franchise mode it might as well just be an arcade machine yeah i agree and that was one of the things i was surprised to see because i know in an nba jam and an nfl blitz it's like here are the official teams from the league and that's what you get. But in this mm-hmm. game, you have the option to make your own team. You have the option to buy like some like crazy teams. Like mm-hmm. you can buy a team that all has shark heads, or you can yeah. buy a team that all has alien heads, or there was like a, a the big rats. babies, yeah, giant yeah. babies. There's all of these like weird things that mm-hmm. you can buy. And you, after just like Dan and I would play a game, and then after the game, whoever won would get a certain number of coins for mm-hmm. winning the game and then there would be a trivia screen that would pop up and if you got the answer right you'd get more coins for that and you can use those coins to buy different teams mm-hmm. to buy different heads for your yeah. custom team uh to buy different jerseys for your nhl teams there was just a lot of like extra depth that you don't get in the older midway arcade mm-hmm. games and i was surprised by that yeah so in the franchise mode if you get the trivia questions right after the game you actually get like i think one or two extra attribute points and then in the exhibition mode, you get extra coins where you can unlock like all-star teams or like extra arenas or all the stuff that you were talking about. And I also actually do have the the trivia as like something that the game does well because it's just another like little touch that kind of makes it fun. They're asking you these really obscure NHL questions. Yeah. That well, un- more obscure now that they're like almost 20 years old. I don't even know if they were like ever not completely obscure though. I think if you were like living in the moment and you're somebody who watched NHL at the time, you'd probably recognize more of the player names. Um, like I recognize some of them, but it's like, who was the first team that somebody played for? And this is not like a franchise yeah. star player. It's just like a, a random skater. Yeah. So interesting. I think it was what you said about this. It could have just been a straight up arcade game. Mm-hmm. I totally forgot. Do you remember um, NHL Open Ice Challenge? It was a midway arcade hockey game that was just two on two. Well, you had a goalie, so I guess it was three on yeah. three, but you had two. Do you ever play that in the arcade? No, but now that you mentioned that, I think I was like that popped into my brain in the intro when you were starting to talk about this. I was like, isn't yeah. there another arcade hockey game? There is. I just remember that too. It's And it's made by Midway. It's the NHL Open Ice Challenge. Yeah. It's two on two. It's definitely not as good as this it's yeah. a side of uh, view hockey game which is a little bit weird feels a little more dated uh nhl hits is a more modern vertical scrolling yeah. hockey game so uh that's made famous by nhl 94 of course yes exactly uh <laughs> So Midway did try out some arcade hockey games before, but they yeah. really uh, came around and perfected it in this one. I think there's an arcade version of that open ice, or I'm sorry, not an arcade version, a PS1 version probably of that open ice challenge. I think it's a bit pricier, but I kind of want to add it to my collection. Yeah, I, I don't have sports. fond memories of playing that game, but you, know, you are a delusional collector, so you got to do what you got to do. There's also Hit the Ice, which yeah. is another two-on-two. I have the Super Nintendo version of it, but I've never really had much fun with it. No. So I don't know about that one, but NHL hits. Um, next thing I have, Jordan, as the title implies, the hits feel great. In this game. Yes. You can knock people through the glass. It's Always just like good. leveling somebody in this game feels just like, uh, it just it's good. It's good. Yeah. 
you definitely get uh you you have a total body check where you can just lay somebody out mm. or if you want to be a little bit more subtle you have a, a stick poke check where yeah. you can just steal the puck from them so not like a crazy amount of depth, but it gives you some different options. Well, there's like a little bit of a, you know, speaking of that, there's kind of a paper, rock, scissors sort of um, system. S- s- well, system, sure. The ga- A lot of the gameplay is kind of a paper, rock, scissors thing. So on face-offs, there's three different ways that you can face off. One is a punch, one is like a hack, and one is just like a regular, like trying to get the puck. And based on what the other person does, there's always a single counter. And none of the three of them are actually what anybody would do in a real (laughs) face-off, which is really interesting. (laughs) Yeah. And so also when you're on defense, there's like a normal check and then there's a poke check. But then when you have the puck on offense, you have a spin move and a deke, which each one, if somebody tries to check you and you do the spin move, the check just kind of bounces off of yeah. you. So there's kind of a, a an interesting element to the gameplay um, where you know that's that depth that we're talking about. Of yeah, like, you can basically become unstoppable against a computer player. And as Dan and I played each other like ten times in this game, we started to like get the hang of like mm-hmm. he knew when I was coming in for a body check. Oh, he yeah. knew when I was coming in for a poke check, and it was a little bit frustrating. Like. But he, you know, the game gave him the tools to like have yeah. that strategy. And so to, it was uh, interesting to watch it go from our first game, which was pretty straightforward to our later games where we were both definitely implying some more strategy. The game gave me the tools to call my shot and score with the goalie twice. Uh, oh my gosh. He did. He did score with the goalie twice <laughs> against me. After I told he him scored, I was going to score with my goalie. He scored a net to net slap shot with his goalie against the computer, <laughs> which was a lot funnier when it happens to the computer than when it happens to you. <laughs> but yeah, the only reason you can score with the goalie in this game is because of the spin move. Like your friend's trying to check you. You know, he's going to try to check you. So you just yeah, spin feels and bad. then you get a breakaway with the goalie. <laughs> It's like a it's like a mini power play or something. I love that they give you that option though to skate out with the goalie and they don't just lock your goalie yeah. in the crease. Yeah. This is not bubble hockey. <laughs> uh Jordan, next thing I have is cheats. Yeah. In classic midway arcade fashion, during the loading screen, you have like the three different uh like icons and directions that you push and you can I for, I didn't even look at what the cheats were but there it's a it's, lot of it's classic, classic ones, arcade ones big heads yeah. you know there's ones where you can like have turn the lights off in the arena mm-hmm. there's all sorts of weird yeah. wacky stuff that they put yeah. in there uh and if you're like I never knew what the cheats were in NFL blitz we always just kind of like yeah. spam the buttons and hoped for the best and sometimes got terrible things in this one like there'll be people in the crowd who are like holding up signs with different cheats and so like if you want to just like test out some of the cheats sometimes they'll they'll give you some random ones just in the crowd while yeah. you're playing mm-hmm. uh next thing i have jordan quick games three minute periods yep that's nice definitely none of the games felt too long none of them felt too short either it's not like yeah. you didn't have enough time even in a what's that three six nine minute game yeah we were often scoring uh almost 20 goals between the two of us <laughs> <laughs> i was looking at my average stats on my xbox which are mostly from like probably two years ago when i was playing a bunch of i had like i want to say 26 games logged on my stats at home nice of just like playing NHL hits yeah, by myself. Respectable. Um, then that's NHL hits 2002. I don't know how many I've played of 2003 in pro as well, but I love NHL hits. Um, but my average goals was like 8.1 per game on my Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not, I don't think it's because like I'm so good at this game, but it, no, I think it's just like, to do. yeah, these games are like really high scoring games. And uh, so it's quick games, high scoring. It's a lot of fun. Um, One timers are very effective in this game. Um, so it's kind of easy to score goals that many. You can you, score uh, you from anywhere on the ice yeah. in this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, next thing, Jordan, just a couple things, a couple more things. I know you're like, Dan, why do you have so many points? I know it. I'm sorry. It's okay. A couple more, a couple more things. Uh, the, it's got skill mini games. Did you try any of these out? Yeah. I mean, we, oh wait, no, I didn't like, try any of the mini games. I tried some of the training things. Where were the mini games? Yeah. Well, that, that's same thing. Oh, okay. It's like, you know, you're trying to steal the puck so many times and score goals or you're trying to like weave in. Yes. It's something else to do. The, and it was helpful to learn the basic mechanics of the game. Like yeah. I played a couple games, realized I was 
terrible yeah. and went in and tried some of those skill mini game things. And they definitely do teach you mm-hmm. how to use the different things and to be better with them. Yeah. It's just another, like, I don't know. Yeah. And they have a like point or time component to yes. them. So you can compete against yourself or against other people mm-hmm. to see like who can do it fastest or who can do it best. Yes. Uh, last thing, Jordan, I think I have is just playing with a friend. Like this game is a lot of fun with a friend. Yes, it, it was a good time by myself, but once you came over and we played together, it was significantly more fun, and we were cracking up, screaming, jump, yeah. well, I wasn't jumping, you were jumping, <laughs> um, and it was a great time. It's definitely a fun one to play with other people. Yeah. It's fun. If you're like not super hardcore competitive, you can play together on the same team, and that's a lot of fun, mm-hmm. too. It's definitely harder. Uh, we didn't quite get the hang of it. Like Our scores when we were on the same team, we're not as high as when we were yeah. on our own team, but it is a good time and you have that option if you want it. Yeah. And uh, if you have a PS2 multi-tap, you can probably play four players. And then I think obviously the GameCube and Xbox version, I believe are also four players. So you can have a party, NHL hits party. You could. With lots of friends. And I don't know if it'll be as much fun as a one-on-one party, <laughs> but. Probably not. Well, it's, it's like, it depends on how good your teammates are. Yeah, if you got exactly. like four people who are pretty good at this game, you're going to have a great time. So growing up, um, actually, it's about 10 years ago now, um, we played a lot of NHL 11. That was like the yeah. game that sucked up hundreds of hours uh, with my friend group at that time. And we, you know, you could play two on two in yeah. four player mode, but we almost never did because then you'd always be blaming the other person for messing you up. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, a lot of this arcade uh hockey thing is like you're just like passing to the open guy and then blasting like yeah and you have that timing with yourself and it's a little bit harder to have that timing yeah. with somebody else so you know you can play four players um but i think these arcade games shine one-on-one yeah you're talking about when you're on a breakaway and you pass it back to the blue line and yeah. he hits the thing with the backhand and it goes in the net and exactly. the buzzer beater because in your brain you know exactly what you're trying to do although sometimes the game doesn't always pass the puck where you thought it was going to go so sometimes you don't even know what you're going to do yeah but um it looks cool it does yeah <laughs> yeah there was a bunch of times where i scored with this like i didn't mean to pass to that guy but he just scored a goal so yeah. i'm gonna just pretend yeah. like i meant to do that yeah uh jordan that exhausts my list all right well i think that we can uh move on and talk about some of the weaker points of this game uh so we're, do we have a what the game doesn't do well segment we, Is absolutely that, does, there's definitely one big thing that we need to talk about at least oh the ai how it scores on itself no. sometimes okay let's let's Frustrating. run the music this game from being truly iconic now nfl blitz is one of my favorite games of all time and i i have so much fun playing that game and i feel like this game could be there but there's one thing that i know will just completely ruin this game from ever being like uh an all-time classic for me and it's the soundtrack the soundtrack is so incredibly bad and now (laughs) this isn't like i know that this is like becoming a thing because we said that with mighty morphin power rangers the movie like that is some truly terrible original music okay now the problem with this game isn't the original music because there really isn't much of it or any of it i don't think they went out and they're like you know what tony hawk got all of these songs from these like um, you know, punk bands and ska bands and hip hop and stuff. And, and people love that. So what if we license some music for our game? But the problem is instead of like finding out what anybody liked, they went and picked like the absolute worst stuff possible. I don't know, man. I think that you're okay. I'm not saying that I like the soundtrack, but I am like the, the bands that are on the soundtrack were big at the time. They might have been big at the time, but they they have nothing to do with hockey. Like you go into a hockey arena. <laughs> Fair enough. You go into a hockey arena, and there's like a certain ambiance there. And I'm not talking about like the old timey pipe organ. Like, okay, I yeah. get that. Like, you you might have some of that, but like 
jock jams is the is like you go to a hockey game and you get jock jams which is yeah. fine if this game had gone and just basically used the jock jams one soundtrack as this soundtrack i could totally understand that but no they're like they decided to try to be edgy and you boot the game up and it is just blaring <laughs> rolling by limp biscuit you end your game and it's playing Corn, but not just like a normal corn song. Cause like I get there's people out there that like corn and they didn't even pick like a normal corn song. They picked a weird remix that always sounds like it's skipping and it's just bizarre. And those are the two songs that you get the most. And then every now and then it'll pop in some other like just awful, awful choices. Like I don't understand what the logic was when they picked the music for this game, but it's bad. All right. Well, I'll say, I'll say two things. One um, you can turn. I'm pretty sure you can just turn the music down or off, so you don't have to listen to it. So <laughs> but you, you can still just sit boot on the game up, and it's just you can't okay, escape so that first Okay, so what the game rolling. doesn't do well is the the opening cutscene. You don't like the song, no, like, like come the on. The fact that you have to go into the settings and turn off the music because it's so bad, and then you just like navigate all the menus in silence. Like that's not a great option, Dan. That's uh, what the game doesn't do well. Well, which one would you prefer? It's not a deal breaker. I'm not which saying I'm not going to play this game. It but the like fact it. that the the soundtrack is is so bad is is a problem. Okay. And, and again, I'm not necessarily like defending the soundtrack as like this is a great soundtrack. Exactly me, what I would have shown. You've chose, been texting me Limp Bizkit gifts for weeks now. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you're not defending the soundtrack? What I'm defending is the fact that there are people out there who won't see the soundtrack as an issue. Yeah, there's a very small I'm subset just saying, of people. I'm just saying who are gonna be get really into this five song soundtrack i think it has seven and it's very 2002 <laughs> it's really bad it's very 2002 i don't know if you remember limp biscuit but they were big in 2002 and they've had a an impending album for the last seven yeah you know what <laughs> the nice thing about no more than that i think i think seven uh, years 11 years the, the best <laughs> the best part about this soundtrack is it made me go down the limp biscuit and fred durst wikipedia holes and if you are ever in need of like just laughing so hard that your face hurts, read <laughs> okay. read the feuds the feuds segment of Fred Durst's Wikipedia page and all of the feuds that he's had with different artists. <laughs> it's very funny. I have yeah. uh, I I have a bunch of well not anymore they've been taken out now but it's like stitches in my face from where I had surgery and I was laughing so hard that like my face <laughs> surgery wounds hurt so um that's the level of of comedy that's involved yeah. in the Fred Durst Wikipedia page we, we definitely had a good laugh oh yeah uh Jordan first thing I have that's like maybe a legit criticism <laughs> okay okay uh one timers are kind of broken like just broken yeah okay so that kind of that ties into my only other point about this game that i that i kind of struggle with is i like that it's an arcade hockey game yeah. but sometimes a little bit more realism would have been nice yes um like i said i played a lot of nhl 11 and 12 which are more like simulation mm. kind of hockey games and i'm not saying that that's what this should have tried to be but if you're like a hardcore hockey fan or even just somebody who like casually likes hockey this uh you're gonna like notice some things that are like very wonky mm. like the physics are are weird mm. one timers are weird um you have no say in whether you get into a fight. It just happens sometimes. And then yeah. your best player is gone for the rest of the game. Yeah. There's definitely some of that classic midway arcade rubber banding that happens. Mm. And so there's like a whole bunch of stuff that Maybe. is like, I don't know. There is absolutely. Maybe. Dan, that's how you were able to score from the other side of the ice with your goalie when you were down by three goals. It just like I don't know about that. It opens up the floodgates once there's any amount of blowout happening, I which is know. fine. But a little bit more realism would have maybe been nice. The fact that it doesn't matter if your guy is left-handed or right-handed, like they're mm. going to be able to receive and take a, a slap shot from their offhand is a little bit strange and yeah. kind of hurt my brain a little bit. These are not <laughs> like not deal breakers at all. I'm just saying like if you are a hockey fan, there are going to be some things in this game that like there's no penalties. There is no offsides. Yeah. Um, like that's fine. All of those things are totally fine, but 
a little bit more realism or even the option to toggle that, which you do get in later games in this franchise. I believe NHL hits pro has more of that stuff. So maybe if you're like in 2003, yeah. So maybe if you're more caught up on that, you pick up a later game in the series, not deal breakers at all, but (laughs) there's definitely things that just make you scratch your head and you're like, that doesn't seem right. To give you guys an idea of where Jordan's head was at when I, I came over to play this game with him for the first time, he was choosing his players based on what handed they were. He was like choosing the positions of the players yeah. based on it's them like, being like right or left handed, which doesn't matter at all in this game. It absolutely should matter. To you, it should matter because you've played legit hockey games, but I'm just like, what do you do? They, by default, they just give you the three players that you should pick. You shouldn't even be choosing different players other than the well, ones they give you usually. I don't know about that. And, uh, <laughs> He was just like trying to... It's like, I want my right winger to be right-handed. I want my left winger, which in this game is a defenseman, to be left-handed because... On a a one-timer, you want those guys to be able to receive (laughs) the puck on their proper side and be able to take the shot. Goodness. Quickly realized it doesn't matter. You can score a backhander from center ice. Um, Yeah. (laughs) It truly (laughs) doesn't matter. The puck can go in from anywhere, which... Some people love, some people might hate. Just putting it's good, it out there. It's good for this this style game. Yeah. But with, so there's like two, there's, there's a, a right hand to this left of one-timers. Breakaways are also hard to finish, which shouldn't be a thing in a hockey game. Yeah, a breakaway, you should have a, a pretty high probability yeah. of scoring. Um, if you like try to like go in and make the goalie move and, and get to an open spot and shoot, you're probably going to yeah. lose the puck. If you just skate straight at the goalie and take a slap shot, which <laughs> you would never do in a real hockey game, like you have a pretty decent probability of it going in. So there's just some some strange things. Like yeah. You kind of have to like flush all hockey knowledge out of your brain <laughs> and like learn the game system, which is fine, but it's, uh, it could be painful for yeah. like true hockey fans or hardcore hockey fans. Yeah. Now, Jordan, another thing that I have that is like, a, a me thing because I've played this game so much that may or may not be a bad thing. When you've played the game enough, it starts to become like you can kind of see the matrix a bit. You understand exactly what the computer is doing. You understand exactly how to score ridiculous numbers of goals. Yeah. Like you understand how to break this game in a way that kind of makes you not want to play it maybe for a while till you forget how all this stuff works again. Yeah. So that there's a little bit more challenge to it. You can set the difficulty in it, but that's only for exhibition matches. So if you're playing like your franchise mode, you might just be breezing through it if you've played this game enough. I don't know if it's just like, a, oh, video games become easier when you play them f- for a long time, or if it's like actually this game becomes kind of predictable when you've played. I don't know. I think there's some of that. Three dozen, four dozen games of it. Yeah. Um, There's definitely some of that in every sports game. Like I remember figuring out exactly what to do in Mario Strikers to be able to flip over the goalie and into the net and score pretty much every time against Mm. the computer. I remember I had a soccer game on my Nintendo DS and I could figure out on a kickoff how to score every single time without fail. So there is some of that in every game. Um, That's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. It, it, it seems like there's less of that when you're playing against a real person. 100%. So, um, you know, if you find yourself just like blowing through the AI, you know, maybe it's time to invite a friend over. Yeah. Or it's time to play a different hits game because they improve the AI in future hits games. But that's a different conversation for a different day. Yeah. Uh, Jordan, last thing I have. Um. There's no proper NHL season. I alluded to that earlier, but you're not going to the So the the quote unquote NHL season in this game is more like NBA Jam where it's like choose your team and then you're going through the league of teams. There's not like a schedule, there's not like I don't know if there's playoffs because you have to play like 50 games or 30 games or something. It would be 30 games. You're playing well 29 games because you're playing each team yeah, once. There's 30 teams in the league at at that time. 
I, I don't really have a problem with that. I never finished a full season in NHL 11 or 12 because I wasn't going to play 82 games, which is a normal hockey season. Well, fine, but you can set the number of games usually in sports games to have significantly shorter seasons if you don't want to play an 82-game season, which, goodness, if that's, you have time to play an 82-game yeah, season, too much. man. It's too much. So um, I don't really have a problem with that. I play each team once and then go to the cup. Even that seems like a lot. Like I, I hardly ever managed to make it through an NFL blitz season because that's 16 games. And it's like, <laughs> even that seemed like a lot. Take Imagine a world, Jordan, where you buy a video game and you play it for months instead of playing it once or twice. No, I, I, these are games that I played a lot. That's what I'm saying. These NFL blitz and NHL 11, those are games that I played a lot. And I still like, I don't remember ever once making it through an entire season. Uh, fair enough. Yeah. But just, I'm just saying like for me, like NHL hits is a game that like I like to come back to and kind of relax and just like, it's like, it's, it's just such a weird nostalgia for me. Yeah. I remember back when the Xbox, I, I, I'm pretty sure it was like right after the Xbox came out and they had the Duke controller, which was like yeah. the size of two Xbox controllers. <laughs> You know, you have an Xbox 360 gamepad in each hand, like fused at the top, and you have the original Xbox controller. Okay, it wasn't that big. But <laughs> I understand what you're trying to say. Uh, it kind of was, but <laughs> I remember like standing at the GameStop kiosk playing NHL hits and just being so into it. And then, like, I feel like now coming back to it, because when I kind of set up my man cave at home, it was like I was playing NHL hits a lot for some reason. It was just like do some work in the man cave, then turn on the TV and play NHL hits. And I feel like that feeling was still there for me with this one where it's just like, oh man, this is a video game that I like a lot. So as far as like playing it for like an entire season, I could see it being feasible that over the course of a year or two years, I would continue my save file <laughs> on NHL hits. If I could stick with one particular version of it, which I like all of the versions of it. Yeah. They all see, have different strengths, but I can't imagine playing a game over the course of two years. So that we're just at, we had our brains work different ways. We, we always, we come back to smash. We always talk about strikers. That's fine. But like, I'm not like going, you just don't want to hang out with me, a campaign mode in one of those games over the course of two years. Like I, my, I don't have the attention Fine. span for that. I'll go Fair and play enough. a couple games of them, but I'm not going to you know, draw a single playthrough right. over that amount of time. Whatever. I think I'm done. All right. Let's move on. you pay for the experience that you had with nhl hits 2002 okay i i had a really good time with this one despite the soundtrack and despite the fact that i, I played several hours of it without the correct colors or yeah. the correct loading times yeah. and also was your experience enhanced by the fact that the red wings are good in this game well that's the thing like all a lot of these retro games came out like uh these retro arcade sports games came out like at the late 90s early 2000s yeah. when in that time period the wings won three cups so yes. the wings are good in most of these games <laughs> yeah which is so for sure those of that, you who are not familiar jordan is a big red wings fan big red wings fan which is yeah. unfortunate nowadays but wasn't unfortunate oh, no. 20 years ago no steve eisman <laughs> steve eisman's gonna who is the like best wings player in this game he's like the default center they give you he's now our general manager president something i don't know anyway he's bringing the team back we're, we're gonna get there anyway that's totally completely relevant nobody cares i think brendan shanahan is actually better than eisenman in this game and the next one brendan Just... shanahan is the president of the <laughs> toronto maple leaves anyway doesn't matter <laughs> doesn't matter i had a good time with this game i think that if we had owned this game when i was a kid me and my brothers would have played this like crazy yes i kind of wish i would have known that it existed although we weren't super into hockey at that time it wasn't until later that we got super into hockey. really yeah when the wings won the cup in 2008 and then went to the finals in 2009 that was like when my family got super hardcore into hockey oh anyway 
doesn't matter. I, I think we would have had a, a lot of fun with this game, and I, I would like to introduce my brothers to this game, although I know that they would just like absolutely be merciless about the soundtrack. So <laughs> win some, you lose some. I don't own a PlayStation in any variety, and I kind of despise games that come on discs, oh so that kind of goes against it. I think that uh, I would be tempted to pick up this game in like the 8 to $10 range. Okay. That's high for you, though. It is. It's but five like, times better than your average worth it or worthless yeah, game. Yeah, I love hockey. You got the Red Wings, um, the arcade midway thing going on. Like, there's a lot of good stuff going on in this game. So, okay, yeah. As I closed my eyes, <laughs> as I and I tuned into my gut because I didn't think about what I would say here. That's good. You don't want to think about it too much. Yeah. As I was like, where it's like fifteen, fifteen, fifteen. Yeah, that's, that's where not we're at. Even remotely surprising. I think it's almost surprising how low it is for you. I, yeah. Well, now I that seeing you going much higher, I could go much higher. Yeah. Um, no, I know you would. Yeah. I mean, if I'm gonna go, if I'm gonna give you a, a range right now, okay, fifteen to twenty-five. That is a massive for a com- range for a complete. It's not really a massive range. Oh, for it's a, com- a single Kudoba. It better be complete. Yes. Yeah, because well, it's I don't a even disc. have prices that aren't complete. No, for, in my notes if it's a for disc, you question. only look at complete prices. Yeah, yeah. So I'm saying fifteen to twenty-five. You can't go wrong with NHL hits two thousand two. A massive range, but I can totally see you being cool with it up to twenty five. So you this, even, it's fine. If this was in a play choice ten, I could see me coming back over and over and over again and putting fifteen dollars in the machine over time. Okay. All right. The play choice ten. The play choice ten, I don't know if you know this, it's the world's most versatile arcade cabinet. Yeah, it doesn't just play eight bit <laughs> Nintendo games, but apparently now it can also play playstation 2 games so <laughs> who knew i think the original xbox is the way to go on this one though by the way oh yeah i forgot i see i played it on playstation 2 i do have an xbox one although i just i never they can't really... you can't play it on that okay I'll and... say, i don't ever really turn it on because it's so loud and it's big and yeah, it's like no. on, on a sh- like under a shelf hits 2002 you can only play on an original xbox hits 2003 and pro you can play on an xbox 360 but i don't think that they're backwards compatible with the xbox one Probably not. Which All makes right. sense because of licensing. I'm interested to know what is it actually going for. Okay. Well, what do you think it's going for? That's a, like, it's so hard we because- got three different versions. It's a sports game. I feel like those are worth very little. Generally, Because yes. they pump them out every single year. I know that this one only came out in three years, but still, it's the oldest of- the franchise so maybe that means it's more but i feel like they just improved from this one so i i feel like this better not be selling for more than twelve dollars one of the versions selling for twelve dollars okay which 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 version of this game so it's you, probably not the gamecube version because those are all obnoxiously expensive so you so think the I'm gamecube guessing, version is 24 dollars? <laughs> I, I at least at least double yeah i would say it's probably <laughs> the xbox version that's the cheapest okay if i had to guess all right so gamecube version complete in box according to price charting 12 dollars oh my goodness well if you are a gamecube collector bye 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 <laughs> because this is a phenomenal game yeah and i heard that it runs well on the gamecube and oh. gamecube games are stupid expensive so you could get an actually good gamecube game for 12 bucks buy yeah yeah ps2 complete in box 11 dollars. okay there you go that's good xbox complete in box yeah eight dollars oh See, yeah, so these are all these are all worth buying. Easy worth it. Yeah. When was the last time we said worth it, Jordan? I don't know. I feel we like we say it. We, we say we? that word at least once an episode <laughs> at the beginning <laughs> when we tell the name of the podcast. We say it at least every six months. Well, there you go. I would say <laughs> worth it on all three platforms. It's Absolutely. a little bit higher than what I said, but um, especially on the GameCube, which is a, you a can get there, notorious though. console for collecting on because the prices yeah. just keep going up. But it's a sports game, though. Nobody knows. They're like, oh, yeah, hockey? but it's an arcade sports game. And even if you don't care about the NHL, you could play with just the funny teams with like shark heads and if stuff. If you like arcade sports, this is this belongs in your collection. Like, yeah. No doubt about it. Yeah, I agree. Um, if you're a fan of Blitz, you're a fan of NBA Jam, like this is worth it. 
Honestly, I think NHL Hits is my favorite Don't hockey just, franchise okay. of all time. That's fine. That's, like, it's okay. just, I like, I generally, so. It's not better than Blitz, which I thought was what you were going to say. Oh, I, well, I don't have necessarily a love for, like, watching sports, but I love arcade sports. Yeah. Um, So I'm open to, like, you know, NBA 2K and, like, NHL, like, the traditional, like, mainline Sims. Um, I've played a lot of sports games over the years. I think this one's the best hockey franchise I've probably ever played. My, that's, that's my fair. opinion. It's a good one. So check it out. It's worth it. Uh, Jordan. Dan. Do we have any trivia today? We do. I kind of had to dig. What team did the great one score 13 goals backhanded against? Oh my goodness. Uh, probably all of them. <laughs> All right. I kind of had to make up my own because like I said, there is just not a whole lot out there on the internet about NHL hits. So Dan, which of these things is true about NHL hits 2002? Only one of these is true. Two of them are lies. 13 million copies sold, baby. (laughs) I really, I can't imagine this sold 13. I don't think so. (laughs) Okay. So which one of these is true? Is this a, the first sports game to feature custom teams? Is it B, the first sports game to feature a crowd constructed entirely of polygons? Or C, the game was delayed due to the league expansion with the addition of Columbus Blue Jackets and Minnesota Wild? Which one of those three things is true? Was it the first team, first game to feature custom teams in a sports game? Was it the first sports game to feature a crowd constructed of polygons? Or was the game delayed due to the league expansion with the addition of Columbus and Minnesota? I like how deep you went making up that third one. I can hear distinctly my friend Jordan. I didn't making up. I didn't make that excuse for this game. Okay. Well, (laughs) it's B it's the crowd. It is the crowd. So um, I I know that it's not the first sports game to feature custom teams because I remember having a super Nintendo football game where you can make your own team. Um, I, it was not delayed due to Minnesota and Columbus being added to the league because that happened in 2000, not 2002, but it was the first sports game to feature a crowd constructed entirely of polygons. There's just a handful of rows of crowd, but each person is Mm -hmm. independently animated and it brings the arena to life. The crowd will, uh, walk out of the arena if there's a blowout. Did you know that Dan? I didn't notice that. The crowd will start to leave the arena if there's a blowout. Um, They'll stand up and cheer for exciting plays, and they even hold up signs, as we mentioned, that have cheat codes on them. Oh, you went went deep on that one. Yeah. Also, Jordan, something I don't think you probably noticed, the the L2 and R2 buttons on the PS2 controller and the black and the white button on the Xbox controller will cause the crowd to cheer and boo. Oh, so it's a little bit of Mario Golf in there. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. So when your home crowd is booing me, I was just like, no, nope, you're going to cheer for me. So I was wow. hitting the button, make him cheer. That's funny. They're like, feed my it's ego. an arcade sports game. We don't need all these buttons, but we need to make the buttons do something. <laughs> so it'll just trigger some sound effects. That's right. That's Interesting. Right. Got it. Hey, uh, Dan, it is, we are, we are deep into August, but I yes. think that it would be good to finally announce the winner of our <laughs> July bounty. What do you think? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. We yeah. Should... So last month we were giving away $25 Nintendo eShop code. We got a ton of entries and we had our computer friend Siri draw a winner and our winner of that $25 Nintendo eShop code is Flea. Yay. Our friend Flea from uh, Instagram and Discord. So congratulations, Flea. You uh, will get in contact and send you that $25. If you're like, man, I want to win an eShop code. Well, you have a little bit of time, not very much, but you have a little bit of time no. left to enter into our August bounty, which it's we're celebrating our <laughs> three-year anniversary, anniversary, <laughs> our anniversagust, if you will. <laughs> And we're giving away a $35 Nintendo eShop code. So all you have to do to be entered into the drawing for this $35 gift card is to send us a direct message on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, or you can uh, can find us there at WIOW Podcast. You can also send Dan or myself a direct message on Discord, which you can find the link to that in the episode notes or mm-hmm. on the on our social media pages. You can also send us an email at 
worth it or worthless podcast at gmail.com. Any way that you can think to contact us, let us know what was an opinion we had that you disagreed with. What was our worst opinion that that both of us combined or one of us ever had? Yeah. Um, if you're like, man, those have guys we ever been wrong? We're so wrong <laughs> about uh Whatever it might be. I don't want to give you any ideas because there's plenty of them out Uh, there (laughs) just from this episode alone, probably. If you're like, no, I'm the, I I love Limp Biscuit. Limp Biscuit is Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and, (laughs) and Hip Hop Hall of Fame. They're going to be in both. Oh, man. So, you know, if you disagree with us on something, that's okay because um, video games are art and art is subjective. So let us know when we were wrong. And that's all you have to do to be added to the list. For the the giveaway, you can earn bonus entries, which, uh, you know, helped out Flea. It was actually one of his bonus entries that won him this last one. All you have to do Mm -hmm. is get on Discord and chat with us about retro games. We talk about uh, what games we're playing, what games we like, what games we don't like, what games we're looking for at retro gaming stores, what stuff we've bought recently. It's a lot of fun. We also just talk about ridiculous things that have nothing to do with gaming. So come join us on Discord. We've got a great community there. And just by chatting, you can earn extra bounty entries. Yes, and a couple details. That is a North American code for the eShop. Yes. Just to be specific. Which anybody can use. You just would have to make a North American profile on your Switch. It takes 10 minutes to do. So don't don't hold off just because you're not from North America. Um, Also, if you earn the extra Discord bounty entries, you have to uh, properly submit us an actual entry via DM. Yes. Um, Everything is explained in the... The description of the podcast. Yeah, if you're like all the rules. They're all in the notes. Just look in the notes. <laughs> the notes app? Not the notes <laughs> app. The show notes. The episode description. Whatever you want to call it. Uh, they emailed us, Jordan. We got some big news coming from notesapp.com. Really? Tim, <laughs> Tim Apple emailed you? Love that guy. <laughs> Your favorite sponsor might be coming back to the show. <laughs> Oh, I, you know, I've been, uh, I've been having to write everything on napkins ever since they stopped <laughs> sponsoring us with the notes app. So I would love it if they oh, come back. Speaking of, uh, things that are coming up, we're coming back in our next episode, Dan, what are we, what are we playing? So Jordan. Okay. Well, one more thing real quick oh, okay. before we before transition we out of the bounty. Out of here. Uh, I believe this episode's coming out August 31st, which is the last day to enter this bounty. Yes. Um, so you know, if, if, if you're it, listening to this, the day it comes out, don't wait. Send us an entry if you want to enter. No, yeah. Or if it, it's going to be too late. If it's like September first or second, and you're over the date line or something, whatever. You're like, nope, no. That's it's not a, the rules. It's Jordan. a strict cutoff. It's a strict cutoff. That now. was a test to see. That was just a test. <laughs> you got to submit it by the end of the day, um, and maybe you've got a time machine. Maybe that's fine too. <laughs> uh, but yes, coming up in September, or should we call it? Snestember. Okay, that's one of like the least terrible puns you've ever come with. I'll allow it. Last year we did extreme sports tober or timber extreme whatever yeah, we did. No, Tony Hawk Snestember. Pro Skater Three and SSX Tricky. That because uh, it's yeah. tricky to rock around. What are we playing this year, Dan? What are we playing? We're playing a lot of things, Jordan. What are we playing for Snestember? <laughs> We're playing a game where we go to a desert island and we bring some Super Nintendo games with us. Ooh. The next episode is our Desert Island Super Nintendo games. Oh, see, I had them written in the wrong order. So I, th- <laughs> I thought I only had two weeks to complete no, the other one. Okay. No, and All then right. the other one, of course, Super Mario RPG. We're doing it for, oh, for Super Nintendo. I thought that I was going to have to play 1.17 hours of Super Mario RPG over the next <laughs> two weeks per day. Uh, but now I can actually just only have to play 0.6 hours per day. Did you do math or are you just making no, numbers No, I used up? the calculator app. The calculator app? Yeah, which we're not sponsored by, so Dan might, I'm have, working to, on Dan it. might have to bleep that out. <laughs> now, <laughs> could we get sponsored by the calculator app on the Switch, which you could buy if you win the bounty, because I think it's like five bucks or something. I would love to get a calculator on my Nintendo Switch. But how else am I going to... How else? There's a what? full scientific calculator on there. It's oh. like five or ten bucks or something. <sighs> How else would I get a scientific calculator if I didn't have it on my Switch? <laughs> As he's holding his phone. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we're finally getting to Super Mario RPG. I started it last week. I'm excited to play it. I've never played it. Play I've like, never even seen somebody play it. I just know that everything looks like it's made out of clay. Yeah, kind. Well, so we'll see how that goes. Pixels, clay, clay, click, clay, clay pixels, clay, clay. We're actually Voxels. scratched out. We're playing Clay Fighter, Super <laughs> Super Nintendo Clay Fighter. Sculptor's cut. 
I recently picked up the sculptor's cut of Clay Fighter 63 and a third. I only paid $1,400 for it. Well, they're not that much. I did see <laughs> it's more like seven or 800 bucks now, right? Oh, okay. I saw a damaged one selling last week for like $400. Okay. So, you know. Yeah. Gotta, if you want a broken game for $400, there you go. Uh, I thought they're all broken. Worthless. Oops. I remember Clay renting that jokes. game from Blockbuster, and I kind of regret not failing to return it. <laughs> anyway. Anyways. Uh, Jordan, we got anything else? Do we have anything else before we close this uh I just want to real quick shout out to my parents who don't listen to this podcast for apparently putting in the Konami code. Um, I see they, what you did there. What? Your parents apparent, oh, apparently got it. put like in that. the Konami code um, when they started my the run of my life because uh, I, I... Oh my goodness. Yeah. I, I think I have only... I've used up two of my 30 lives now and I got 28 more to go. But, oh, uh, glad to be I back. Glad to be here and I'm glad, glad to, to have be you alive. Back. That's all I have to say. I enjoyed playing games with my friend. Again, it was good. It was good here. to laugh. It was good to beat you much fewer times than you beat me, but I, I did <laughs> <laughs> got a couple in there. A typical worth it or worthless gaming yeah, session. Sounds right. All right, Dan, <laughs> what have you got to close out? Although, our Jordan, if you, if you recall, this is the exact PS2 that we used when I rage quit NFL Blitz oh, and hit see? the Switch. So... It comes full circle. Nice. To the, you win some, you lose some. You do. That's the, that's life. All right, Jordan, for our music segment, we've got T Lopes today. You've heard him on a few of the episodes. We got a, a, a Legend of Zelda. There's so much good Zelda music, Jordan. It's true. Do you know, have you heard of the Legend of Zelda? I have. I, I'm a big fan. Have you heard of Zelda 2? Um, Dan. Do you remember the on. last time? Do you remember when we got stranded on the desert island for the first yeah, time? Yeah, I remember. And, and you tried it. to say that we were going to bring Zelda 2, and I was like, Dan, it's you're an honorable the only mention. If, okay. if I had an extra pocket, Zelda 2 might be in there. If uh, you had an extra pocket and you brought Zelda 2 instead of a satellite phone, you are really bad at going to desert islands. No, Jordan. Never mind. You got you to gotta have your priorities in place. Uh, we got Hyrule Temple which is a song from Zelda 2, which that soundtrack is great. And this, this song. <laughs> you you like <laughs> left that like I have any idea, like anybody has ever heard this song besides you. I'm sure it's great because T. Lopes makes good stuff. Yes. And we're all about to hear it right now. Maybe it will make somebody be like, huh, maybe I should check out Zelda 2 for about five minutes and then they'll turn it off and never oh, play it again. Jordan, shut up. Zelda 2 is great. All right, let's, let's, great. let's hear a little all bit right, of let's, it right let's, now. Let's just serenade it until and as we... As we... Say goodbye <laughs> to our anniversary. Oh I gotta, man, <clears throat> gotta wait a whole another year for an anniversaryist. Anniversaryist. <laughs> oh yeah. As we set into the sun for our anniversaryist, we'll see you in September. Bye, everyone. Bye. <laughs>